Welcome to the new audio podcast with Thomas Chelmy. Take off now and boost your efficiency in leadership, teamwork and customer contact. Today's topic is successful change of habits. In my work as a coach, of course, it is all about changing habits, changing behavior, especially when working with leaders. Uh, we often talk about behavioral uh, change in leadership. So one of the key questions, of course, is how to ensure lasting change when it comes to behavior. Well, in this particular case, we speak about changing habits in adult people, which can be quite a challenge. In this regard, I would like to talk about uh, a very crucial aspect when it comes to achieving lasting change. And that's the so-called comfort zone. What is the comfort zone? The comfort zone is the area in which you feel comfortable because you know the rules of the game. You have the skills that are needed. You have the competencies. And you feel safe because you have everything you need in order to do a good job. And that's very important for all of us to have such a comfort zone. Now, when it comes to learning and growth and personal development, rarely ever does this happen within the comfort zone. If you imagine your comfort zone as a circle, then change, growth and lasting personal development rarely ever happens within that circle. Instead, It happens right outside your comfort zone, in an area that we could call the stretching zone. It's the area outside your comfort zone where you find your potential, your potential that you have not tapped yet, but you are still to develop yourself into. So a crucial step for lasting change for change of habits is the conscious step outside of your comfort zone into your stretching zone by making new experiences, by exposing yourself to things you're not yet comfortable with. So in order for you to experience this briefly, do me a favor, fold your arms for a moment, just the way you always fold your arms when you are sitting comfortably. All right. Now, open your arms again and now fold them the other way around, just the way you never fold your arms. How does that feel? Usually people say it feels awkward, strange, a bit uncomfortable. Well, that's because your brain says, no, 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 no. Wait a minute. This is not how we fold our arms. This is wrong. And therefore, it feels uncomfortable. Now, if you would keep folding your arms the other way around for the next one, two or three weeks on a daily basis, your brain would at some point realize, okay, this is serious. Apparently, this is becoming another option. 
and therefore part of the comfort zone. This is newly acquired behavior. And at some point, you might feel just as comfortable folding your arms the other way around as you did before with the standard arm folding. So what happens on a brain basis is that your brain builds new connections. New connections that eventually need to be as strong as the old ones, the old habitual patterns, or even stronger. So imagine Grand Canyon in the US for a moment. Grand Canyon, this huge, huge canyon through which the Colorado River flows. Now, if you want the Colorado River to flow a different, in a different direction, what do you need? You need a new canyon. A new canyon which probably needs to be half a meter deeper than the original canyon. So as soon as the new canyon is deeper than the old one, the river will automatically take that direction and flow through the new canyon. So this is just the same with our neuronal connections in our brain. The new ones representing the new behavior need at some point to be stronger and replace the old ones. What does it take for that? Well, it takes more than anything Repetition. Repetition of the new desired behavior. You can imagine a, a crop field in summer. If you walk through the field once, yes, you will see that somebody has just walked through the field. But the next day and the day after, you won't see anything anymore because all the crops uh, are standing upright again. Now, if you walk through the same way one more time and then again and again and again on a daily basis, at some point, a small path will uh, develop. And at some point, the path will be broader. And at some point, there will be a permanent path through this crop field. So it takes repetition. Once is never enough. What else does it take besides repetition? Well, of course, it takes time because we need repetition over a certain period of time. And in order to repeat the newly acquired or the desired behavior over a certain period of time, it takes discipline. Yeah, I know. The word doesn't sound nice, but that's really what it takes. Discipline. And the biggest challenge, based on my experience, is not to have a clear intention and make a clear decision to change your habits. The biggest, uh, the biggest challenge is to keep reminding yourself of your intention. In the daily business, to keep your intention present on top of your mind. And for this purpose, it may be very helpful to have a little anchor somewhere. It can be a visual anchor, an audible anchor, whatever helps you to keep reminding you of your intended behavior.
And I have a beautiful little example of a participant of one of my programs I conducted a few years ago in the US. It was a two-part program. So uh, in the second part, this participant approached me and uh, showed me his cell phone. And he said, hey, you know what? Look at this. This saved my relationship. And I said, whoa, what? Your smartphone saved your relationship? Hard to imagine. And then he said, no, no, it's not the smartphone. It's the reminder I set for myself. So what he did was to set a daily reminder that popped up every morning. And it said nothing but talk less, listen more. So a very simple yet very effective reminder that was intended for him to change his behavior in the workplace, but apparently his private life was the first to benefit from it. A very, very nice example how you can remind yourself with something very small uh, of your intended behavior. It's just like, you know, keeping the fire glowing so it doesn't extinguish. And last but not least, one important aspect in order to uh, achieve lasting behavioral change is what you focus all your energy on, your attention and your energy. And my recommendation is very clear to focus not on what you get, what you want to get rid of, but instead to focus on what you want to achieve. Because attention is like a fertilizer. If you focus on what you want to get rid of, you actually strengthen that because you give fertilizer to that plant. So instead, focus on what you want to do differently in the future. This is much more effective and much more promising if you want to achieve lasting change. So as an example, if you want to quit smoking, it is not recommended to focus on how to get rid of cigarettes and how to get rid of smoking because you will actually strengthen that. Instead, try to focus on what you want to be doing differently in the future. What will you replace the old habit with? What will you be doing in the future every time you smoked up to now? My wish for you is that this impulse will help you increase your personal effectiveness. Yours, Thomas Jelly.